and Vino Fab listeners. This week is Thanksgiving in the U.S., and Patrice and I are both traveling. So we're going to bring you an extra special edition for two reasons. One, we're out of town. And two, we love hearing that all of you are enjoying the Career Changers episodes we had over the course of the summer. So to give you some of the highlights, I'm replaying uh, episode 44, The Lessons Learned from All the Career Changers. We met with eight different women who shared a little bit about their career transitions and suggestions on how to support what they did during their transitions and their paths and their pivots in life. So we hope you enjoy this brief episode to introduce these eight, and you should go and listen to them and play them back. Another reason I'm playing this episode this week is we're transitioning. We're moving from SoundCloud to Transistor FM. It's a different podcast format and program, so you might see some episodes come back from the past to be reformatted on in your feed. So if you do, hey, take a listen or uh, tell a friend that they should listen as well. We are so grateful that you listen to this show and you share with your family, friends, and coworkers. We'll be back next week with another mini-sode and more interviews coming up before the end of the year wraps up. If you're enjoying Thanksgiving in the break, happy Thanksgiving to all and restful break. And if you're not, hey, we're almost in December, so get excited. The year is almost over. Now for our playback on episode 44, Career Changers Lessons Learned. Welcome to the In Vino Fab podcast. I'm Patrice. And I'm Laura. In vino fabulum means in wine story. There are so many tales that need to be told about women and community paired with wine, of course. The In Vino Fab pod is a place to learn and share about our stories, about work, interests, passion projects, issues, and random wine facts. For the past couple of months on the Invino Fab Pod, I've had a few different hashtag career changers on the podcast. As some of you may or may not know, I've been thinking about my own career pivot, transformation, and transitions. So the career changers goal was to share some of the conversations I've had with many folks online and offline. And these eight women were able to share their experiences and transitions in their own career changing lives. So I'm grateful and thought I'd share and highlight eight key points and lessons learned I've taken from each one of them. These are just the highlights of conversations I've had with some friends, some new friends I've met, and some friends I've connected with online into a face-to-face conversation through the interwebs. So I'm so grateful for everything they shared, and there are more than eight lessons, but this should give you a sampler of what you might want to check out and take a listen to in the back catalog of these conversations. I have no doubt you will find these past episodes fruitful and jam-packed with knowledge and information and wisdom shared from their own personal journeys, some of them that are just getting started and others that have transitioned a while ago. I thought it was very helpful for my own learning, and I got to get some insights into what they do in their world of work. So thank you so much for all of you who've shared with me and expressed and allowed me to record and share with others. These eight stories are unique, and they're not all unique to higher ed. Some folks are entering into higher ed from being an investigative reporter or a police academy, and others are exiting higher ed to join learning and development, social work, and diversity work or independent research. There's so many things that I thought were rather cool, and I think you'll enjoy as well. So for my highlight reel of these eight conversations, I'll give you the eight lessons I'm taking away from each one of these lovely women who shared their stories. So the first lesson I learned was from Diane, a first interview I had, and she shared a lot about thinking about organizations that you can learn and grow with. I think it's really important that the companies and the places and the people we talk to um, who we're potentially thinking about working with and working for help you to develop as an individual. They want to see your skills, abilities, and talents thrive, and they want to see you be your most successful self. They want to know that you have the confidence and the ability to go forth in the work you're going to do in the field. 
Diane shared that supervision and expertise with mentoring, coaching, and even training helped her build the confidence in her new world of work. Lesson two was to align your career with your personal and professional values. In my conversation with Kristen, she shared how she jumped from higher ed into diversity work in hospitals and then social work, and she didn't get there without thinking about how she could solve bigger problems and tackle issues she wanted to face in the world today. It aligned with her social justice lens, and it required her to go back to school to upskill and train into a new professional field. Part of this is engaging issues and being part of communities that align with your interests, but also help you to do the work that you want to get towards. And while you're doing this, you have to, as the elders said from the Indigenous community, trust the universe and that it's a bit of a process to get there. Lesson number three came from my third conversation with Laura. She shared how community connection supported her transformation in her career as she pivoted from being a medical doctor, gynecologist, into her area of research and learning design now where she lives in higher ed. So I learned from her that people will always challenge you and inform what you're doing and how to be a better you. And it's those communities and those connections that you make online and offline that will actually help you refocus where you want to go. She found that being part of a community professionally really helps her thrive in her personal professional learning network is through a community of peers and like minds and other unlike minds that have challenged her assumptions, made her think deeply, and really had her reflect upon what she wanted to do with her own professional life and how she wanted to redirect her career in a new and exciting way. Lesson number four was to be open to new opportunities and understand that career paths aren't always straight. I learned this from Hannah in our conversation as she shared how it might be okay to bridge from a new path and break the mold, make the mold for your career if you find that a new path is fits with your own direction, interests, and the things you want to do. So think about your fit professionally and what suits your style and how you want to work. Just because you existed somewhere for 10 to 15 years doesn't mean you couldn't do something else. And she expressed how critical it is to determine your fit within an organization, a role, and if it suits your own professional style. The pathways for our careers are never straight and narrow, and they might weave and intersect to an exciting new opportunity if you're willing to take the chance and go for it. Lesson five was to think about how all your experiences intersect and impact one another in creative new waves for a potential career. I learned this from Helen as she shared the intersectionality of her interests and personal professional experiences and how they built her current story of working as an independent researcher and thinking about the creative ways to express ideas, results, findings that aren't really being thought about in these ways. As Helen writes her own story for her career path, she does share that she gets to work with some unique individuals and experiment with new ideas because she doesn't follow one single domain or discipline. She's open to the possibilities of how these cross-disciplinary experiences could unite and come together to create something new and thoughtful. I like the way that she reminds us that our body of work could have other people collaborating and partnering with us and how they can influence a more rich experience of how we share our work, how we understand the research, and how we're actually learning together in a cooperative environment. For lesson six, I learned that it's really important to assess, know, and play to your strengths. Val shared how she initiated her spark and passion. And although you may not have that burning passion or fire, or maybe it's not fully identified, at least tap into those little sparks and things to kindle and ask more of how you can tend and nurture these. 
Um, Val shared about getting involved, getting experience, getting further learning, training, and education in areas that you think are really interesting to you, and that might help you launch to another area in your career currently or pivot to a whole new industry outside of what you're already doing. By assessing your strengths, skills, abilities, and talents, you can identify what might suit you better and where you can best work in your current role or a new one. Lesson seven, find the things, that's the verbs, that energize you the most and motivate you at work. From my conversations with Jamie, she reminded me that it's important to ask yourself, how do you want to spend your days, your hours? Because work is a big part of what we do. If you're going to Marie Kondo your career right now, ask yourself what brings you joy in your current work and the things you do day to day in the office or your organization. Self-reflection and intentional insights from peers might help you as well. And you could think and reflect on the activities, the tasks, the projects that you want to Bring your best self to work. In the Design Matters podcast with Debbie Millman, Austin Cleon shares that it's really important that we keep doing the verbs, that's the practice and the actual work, and worry less about the nouns, that's the titles, labels, roles, and life. So as Jamie said, find the things that you really are excited about and really want to be doing so you can actually do the work. The last lesson, lesson eight, is always be learning and be a curious learner in your career. In my conversation with Carol, I was reminded that you need to step into the office and think about what's new, exciting, what's going to challenge you each day. And that's the kind of learning that keeps your mind and yourself active and engaged as a professional. Additionally, we had a bonus conversation about organizational culture and how you can assess how your new office work firm shows its culture visually, how they lead with a set of values and mission and what they are saying, and they actually walk the walk. So how does that culture come out in actions, behaviors, and in practice you see within the organization? Obviously, there's more than eight lessons to be heard. So I hope you get a chance to listen to some of the episodes and check out the show notes with a wealth of resources from these eight conversations. And I also want to share with you eight resources outside because I've been doing my reading and listening to podcasts, of course. Four podcasts I'm going to recommend around career transitions or changes in life are Going Through It by MailChimp, Hello Monday by the folks at LinkedIn, Lawnform by podcast by the Lawnform crew that write, and Present Company by Netflix. So you can hear different stories of how folks have gotten to where they are in their world of work and life. And of course, if you know me, I'm a big reader. There are four books I like to recommend for those of you thinking about career changes and transitions. The first one is Design Your Life by Bill Burnett and Dave Evans, Transitions by William Bridges, Reboot by Jerry Colonia, and Jenny Blake's book, Pivot. I'll put all four into the show notes along with the podcasts and obviously the episodes you should be listening to. If you have a career change or pivot or transition ahead, or you're thinking about that in the world of work, reach out to us at InVinoFab on Instagram and Twitter. We love to hear from you and messages about your career changes and challenges and what's going on. Also, you want to talk further offline, you can send us an email at InVinoFabulum at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, dear listeners. So whether you rate us, review, leave a comment, or send us an email, let us know what you're up to. Until next time, cheers.